0: Hello there. Welcome to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Hamill. Now that this podcast is no longer an infant, it's a whole year old now, we're going to dust off some of the early episodes where we took deep dives on the local Pocono history, and we'll mix in some new aspects of what's happening around the region, too. Don't worry, we have a ton of new conversations to share with you as well coming up from the newest restaurant inside kalahari resorts and conventions to learning about what it takes to work your way up at a nationally recognized brewery in the pocono mountains those are just a few of the fun episodes on the way but for this pocono mountains podcast flashback we're learning all about jim thorpe the historic town which is named after the legendary athlete of the same name more on that in a bit The Poconos is a year-round destination for millions, and with 2,400 square miles of forests, lakes, mountains, and rivers, with historic downtowns and iconic family resorts, it's the perfect getaway. You can always find out more on PoconoMountains.com or watch PTN, the Pocono Television Network, streaming live 24-7, that's at PoconoTelevision.com. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. We'll have a new episode each week highlighting lots of the fun things you can experience while you're visiting the Poconos. Subscribe and leave a review and or comment on whatever platform you listen. Back to the episode now. Last March, we first shared the conversation between Brianna Strunk and State Representative Doyle Heffley of Carbon County. Here's that conversation again with a little nostalgia for the first episode of this podcast. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this inaugural edition of Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Hamill, with our first episode of Many to Come for listeners. First, Brianna sits down with State Representative Doyle Hefley. He's a hometown boy from Jim Thorpe in Carbon County, which is often referred to as the Switzerland of Pennsylvania because of its quaint, architecturally rich downtown. There's a Pocono Mountains visitor center in the heart of the downtown at the train station, where you can catch a ride along the Lehigh River and so much more to do while you're in town. Now, Brianna and Representative Heffley from an episode of Pocono Perspectives.
1: Hi everyone, thanks for joining us. I'm Brianna with Pocono Perspectives. We are at the beautiful and historic in Jim Thorpe talking with State Representative Doyle Heffley about the town of Jim Thorpe. Thanks for joining us today.
2: What's well, up? a pleasure to be here.
1: So let's jump right into it, the history of Jim Thorpe. This town was founded for coal mining and was the home to the United States' first industrial railroad. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: The town was actually founded in in 1818 by Josiah White and Erkston Hazard, who who, uh, started the town. uh, And eventually, the coal mining production, coal production of anthracite coal in the region, really, uh, Jim Thorpe became a transportation hub with a Switchback Railroad leading that coal uh, down to market, uh, getting it to the market through the Lehigh River. Uh, and several of the dams and the different infrastructure they'd built on the river until they eventually built the Lehigh Canal to really get that product moving uh, into, the, into East End and Philadelphia.
1: And back to those coal mining days with the beautiful Victorian structures here in Jim Thorpe that we see today, I mean, they're really amazing. A lot of people who come to visit come to see those beautiful structures, so they're historic in themselves.
2: Yeah, with, with the mining operations of uh, nearby in the Panther Valley and really bringing the coal into Jim Thorpe in order to get it to the Lehigh River, because that was the key. So they had this switchback railroad, brought the coal down, uh, and then they would dam up the river in different areas and and transport that coal to the markets and really fueled the beginning, early beginnings of the Industrial Revolution. And along with that, Came wealth, and with that wealth, uh, then you had folks that started to invest in the town and build a lot of these beautiful buildings, which are still standing today.
1: And in those coal mining days, we had a lot of prominent people that lived in Jim Thorpe.
2: Yes, Josiah White and Er Erkston Hazard, who started the town. Uh, And then uh, as as time went through and and evolved, you had uh, Asa Packer, who moved from Connecticut. Uh, down uh, to uh, to Jimsthorpe and did some construction work and then actually wound up uh, working on the canal uh, until he made his investments in the railroad and And uh, as, as you could say, that the rest of that is history. I mean, uh, the influence that Asa Packer has had then uh, in this town to this day yet and in the entirety of, of Pennsylvania, Northeastern PA uh, and uh, to, to Lehigh University and beyond has just been phenomenal
1: going back to the switchback railroad in the 1800s it really became a tourist attraction at one point it was kind of like a roller coaster for people who came here
2: the beauty in this area has always been here uh, the natural beauty of the lehigh gorge and when they started moving those products down into the markets in easton and philadelphia people started coming back up first on the boats and then on the trains uh, and one of the the things that was really fascinating was, was dubbed the world's first roller coaster uh, was after the the switchback railroad was no longer used primarily to haul coal, they would haul people and it was the first roller coaster ride really any, anywhere in the world that took you down uh, it was a gravity fed uh, uh, downhill ride and people would come from all over to, to enjoy that.
1: And at one point Jim Thorpe was the most visited place in America besides Niagara Falls yeah. because of that tourist yeah. attraction. Ni-
2: yeah, they were number two to Niagara Falls, you had the, the Glen Inoka, uh uh, and just the scenic beauty of the Lehigh Gorge, the Switchback Railroad, and, uh, and the shopping and, and markets and everything here, it really is a fascinating history.
1: So Jim Thorpe wasn't always named Jim Thorpe. It started out as Mock Chunk. Yeah. Talk about the name change and how that came about.
2: Uh, well, Mock Chunk is an Indian phrase. The, the Lenai, uh, Lenapian Indians, uh, which were native to this area, had named it Mock Chunk. Uh, if, so if you ever get the opportunity, when traveling to Jim Thorpe, to go up on top of Flagstaff Mountain, uh, and you look out and if you look at the at what they call Bear Mountain it kind of looks like a bear lying on its side with its legs out and its head turned to its side and if you look and study it for a while you'll see what the Indians were referring to when they called that sleeping bear and that was Mock Chunk and that's hence the name Mock Chunk star, uh, that's what the town was originally named uh, after that, that Indian phrase.
1: And then how did we get to Jim Thorpe?
2: <laughs> well uh, Jim Thorpe like many towns in the in, during the Industrial Re- Revolution when Cole was king railroads were king and transportation. Uh, it was uh, the, the markets were booming, the town was growing, uh, and the economy was just uh, very vibrant. Uh, you had, at one point, uh, Jim Thorpe was one of the wealthiest towns in America. Uh, we had uh, seven to nine millionaires that lived right here, hence you have the Victorian uh, uh, architecture and, and buildings. Uh, and what happened as uh, coal, the, the demand for anthracite coal kind of teetered off and other markets uh, came on, w- what we had was the shifting of an economy. And when this economy shifts, as we see in s- different cycles, uh, there's, there's communities that, are, that maybe are left out. And uh, Jim Thorpe was struggling, or Mach Chunk. They had East Mach Chunk, which is on the east side of the river, and Mach Chunk here um, on, on the uh, north side of the river, or the, the west side of the river. They decided to merge in 1954. Uh, and Joe Boyle, who was a local sports writer, was contacted by Jim Thorpe's wife. Uh, I think it was Patricia Thorpe, who had uh, advertised to maybe uh, if to bring his, Jim Thorpe's body to Jim Thorpe. Uh, at that point, there was a lot of talk of be- building a, a Hall of Fame football museum and uh, a mausoleum and other things here in Jim Thorpe. Uh, the mausoleum was built, the, uh, the town uh, in a 10 to 1 vote. Uh, the whole town turned out to vote. The vote was almost 10 to 1 in favor of merging East Mock and Mock and renaming the town uh, Jim Thorpe after the uh, athlete of the, of the century. Pretty much the father of modern day football uh, and baseball and basketball, the, the gentlemen just couldn't. There was no sport they didn't accelerate at, and, uh, and they adopted that name and took on that legacy, and they do a lot today to still honor that.
1: And he's buried here.
2: Yes, his, uh, his body is interred in the mausoleum on the east side. Uh, and uh, when you come to visit Jim Thorpe, uh, take the time to drive up past the mausoleum, uh, and, uh, and, and just you can appreciate the athlete that he was, and the man that he was, and what he, what he meant for this country. I mean, really, uh, his feats in the 1912 Olympics are to this day uh, noted as really the founding of the Olympic Games.
1: And we see that one great picture of him wearing mismatched shoes and mismatched socks and then he went on to win the olympics it really shows that he overcame adversity and he's rough and tough and it kind of says a lot about jim thorpe of the town too
2: yeah it really does i mean and and you know jim thorpe where where they were in the 50s to where they are now in 2019 in the over 200 year history now of mock chunk now Jim Thorpe, uh, how they reinvented themselves, uh, and they they kind of shrugged off the coal dust and moved forward. You know, they you know they they picked themselves up by their bootstraps, if you want to say that. Uh, but uh, and Jim Thorpe, the athlete, really embodies that. Uh, I mean, he, he had a gentleman who uh, who had a very rough life. His twin brother died when he was very young, uh, and uh, he moved to the Carlisle um, school, a boys' school for Indians. And at that point in our, our country's history, it wasn't. We didn't have the, the, all the shared values and equal values that rights that we have today. Uh, and he struggled because of that. Uh, and, uh, and we want to make sure that, uh, that we're doing right by, by the legacy of Jim Thorpe, what a tremendous athlete he was, and making sure that he gets the, the, all the respect and admiration that he, that he duly deserves.
1: Let's move on from the history in those early days of Jim Thorpe. Did Jim Thorpe, the town, go through a revitalization at any point?
2: Yeah, I uh, I spoke a little bit earlier about growing up and uh, in, in Packerton, uh and uh, which is uh, just uh, right up by Flagstaff Mountain. Uh, when I was young, uh, there were a lot of opportunities here in Jim Thorpe. Uh, in the In the 70s, uh, it became one of the first uh, towns to to get registered with a National Historic uh, Preservation Site. And in the the early 80s, uh, the Lehigh Coal Navigation Building, which is kind of a um, IT'S the, RIGHT NEXT DOOR TO THE TRAIN STATION. SO WHEN YOU COME in th- INTO DOWNTOWN, JIM THORPE, IT'S ONE OF THE FIRST BUILDINGS YOU SEE. IT'S A BEAUTIFUL OLD VICTORIAN BUILDING, it WAS THE OFFICES OF THE OLD Lehigh COAL NAVIGATION. THAT BUILDING WAS REFURBISHED. AND THAT WAS REALLY a, a KIND OF THE CATALYST th- TO REALLY START THE WAVE. AND THEN YOU HAD SEVERAL DIFFERENT INVESTORS COME IN, PURCHASE PROPERTIES, SEE THE OPPORTUNITY, AND START FIXING UP THOSE PROPERTIES AND, and, and BRINGING THE, the, the TOWN back to life uh, one of the things that was also very important was uh the mock chunk watershed uh and w- the, one of the opportunities in jim thorpe was it would flood every spring uh, the town is built on top on top of a, a creek or a creek however you want to say it so actually a lot of the town ta- the buildings downtown you you can pick up of uh, uh, the floor and the creek is flowing underneath the building so uh, back in in the 1800s that was great for getting rid of garbage and waste You just dumped it down uh, and uh, but now we have cleaned the stream up and it's much cleaner But uh, they built the mock-chunk watershed which stopped the flooding in downtown Jim Thorpe And then people were making those investments and in purchasing these properties and fixing up So it didn't there, there was the investment made to the Lehigh coal navigation building to rehabilitation uh, The investment made to build the the dam and because of that people saw it as an opportunity. And what's so unique about, about Jim Thorpe now is that it's, it's not Disney, right? It, it, nobody, they don't own the whole town. People, individuals own a building. They put in a bed and breakfast. They put in a shop, a gift shop that, that they want to sell items maybe that they made. There's a lot of artists that have come to Jim Thorpe. So it's it, it really, you, you can experience a little bit of everything. There's a pickle shop on Ray Street, I think they have the best pickles, the Country Cottage, so it's that uniqueness that keeps people coming back.
1: I was going to ask what you think about Jim Thorpe today. I mean, the beautiful walkable downtown, you have these gorgeous Victorian structures and all the shops, like you said, really, really a unique place.
2: Well, you had the opportunities with the Rails to Trail, the DNL Trail, bringing back that coal, Heritage and history for the Delaware Lehigh corridor to have that Rails to trail. We have the new pedestrian bridge, uh, which brings you right from the trail right into downtown Jim Thorpe, but also ties in Lehigh and Whiteport and the heritage and the history and the canal in those communities and brings it all and ties it all together for the entirety of Carbon County. Uh, but there's just so much to do here if we want to, if you want to ride a bike, go whitewater rafting, hike the trails, uh, or just walk around the shops. Some great restaurants downtown. It's a lot to do and it's, it's, it's a unique experience that you can't always get any, at, at other locations.
1: So you're pretty much a Jim Thorpe expert. You, you've, you live in this area. For people who visit, do you have any must-sees or must-dos for them?
2: I think definitely touring the the Packer the Asa Packer Mansion uh, is is definitely one of the things you really want to do because you walk into that mansion and it's preserved as it was when it was closed up in the in the early 1900s. Um, also the old jail Molly Maguires right here in Carbon and Schuylkill County the trials took place at the courthouse uh, and and the Molly Maguires were hung in the prison right here in Carbon County the handprint on the wall uh, to go in and see that handprint on the wall uh, of the Molly of uh, put his hand on the wall and said this handprint will stay here as a sign of my innocence saint mark's church uh, is just beautiful works of art from from around the world in that church which is built into the side of the mountain those are three things that i think you definitely want to see but you also want to get out ride a bike uh you know hike the trails and just enjoy everything that 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 there is to offer here
1: where do you see jim thorpe in the future
2: well, I think, I think there's always a lot of opportunities. And I, I think Jim Thorpe will continue to grow. Uh, it, you, you look at Jim Thorpe, where we're located here in the Lehigh Gorge, which this, the scenery around Jim Thorpe, you just can't recreate. It's beautiful. The Lehigh River, um, the whitewater rafting that goes along with that. But then we also are, are 20 minutes from three great ski resorts. Jack Frost, Big Boulder, Blue Mountain Ski Resort. We have uh, water parks nearby. So you can stay at a quaint Victorian inn like this like we are right here uh, in the end of Jim Thorpe, and experience all there is, and then tomorrow, drive 20 minutes, and go skiing in some of the best skiing in the Poconos, and and come back and have dinner at Molly's Pub, or or Moya's, or any of the other restaurants, you know, downtown here in Jim Thorpe. And you really get to experience so many different things. You walk up, when you walk up Broadway or down Ray Street, it could be 2019, or it could be 1820 it's just the the feel that you get and it's something that just happened it wasn't it wasn't created to be a tourist destination but it happened and it's been preserved and you know give a lot of credit to uh... to the folks that own those buildings but the community to come together to realize what they have and really preserve it
1: any final thoughts you want to leave us with?
2: no i just i just would encourage people to come out and really YOU KNOW, ENJOY WHAT PENNSYLVANIA HAS TO OFFER, WHAT THE POCONO MOUNTAINS HAVE TO OFFER, WHAT JIM Thorpe HAS TO OFFER. It, IT'S UNIQUE, AND THAT'S WHY SO MANY PEOPLE COME BACK. BE RESPECTFUL WHEN YOU'RE HERE. Uh, DON'T LEAVE ANYTHING uh, WITH YOU, EXCEPT YOUR, OR DON'T LEAVE ANYTHING BEHIND besides YOUR FOOTPRINTS, um, BUT uh, JUST TO COME OUT, SUPPORT THESE COMMUNITIES, AND, and JUST in, ENJOY THE TIME THAT YOU, that you spend HERE IN CARBON COUNTY.
1: STATE REPRESENTATIVE DOYLE HEFLEY, THANK YOU SO MUCH FOR JOINING US.
0: Jim Thorpe is just one of those places that leaves you feeling like you visited a place out of a storybook. The architecture, the people, and of course, the outdoors, right there for everyone to enjoy. We'll go along for a journey along the d Trail in just a bit. In the Pocono Mountains, there's always a new season just around the corner.
1: And no matter what the season, there's always something exciting happening. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. The Four Season Pocono Mountains. Visit us at PoconoMountains.com.
0: We're back. Brianna also took a trip along the DNL Trail on two wheels, starting in Jim Thorpe and heading out several miles along the Lehigh River. Enjoy. <music>
1: so many ways to explore the Pocono Mountains by car, train, plane, boat, and bike. And today we're taking you to a trail that has it all. River views, wildlife, historic ruins. You can stop at several of our small towns. All right, let's go get geared up and head on out. Our first stop Pocono Biking in Jim Thorpe, where we pick up a new set of wheels.
0: Are you guys going to be going on the shuttle or just taking it out on the trail?
1: Just heading out on the trail. All right, perfect. They take the time to make sure your ride is the perfect size and fit.
0: So we offer rental bikes, everything from cabooses for kids as young as two, all the way up to e-bikes if, say, grandma wants to come, but she can't quite keep up like she
1: used to. Although the extra assist does sound tempting for someone like me who hasn't been on a bike in years, We'll take the standard for a spin. Next, over the river and through the woods to the DNL trail, we go. We're immediately surrounded by the sights and sounds of nature, with the Lehigh River on one side and this old coal canal on the other.
0: It's perfect. I mean, it's everything I want as like a city person looking to get out and see new things and find new. You know, find new adventures.
1: We pedal past historic ruins related to the Industrial Revolution, train tracks, and wildlife.
0: There's plenty of wildlife, all the way from black bears down to butterflies.
1: No bear sightings to report here, but at one point we did encounter this. The Delaware and Lehigh Trail is currently 140 miles long, running through five Pennsylvania counties from Luzerne to Bucks. Carbon County's section is fully connected, allowing for a continuous, uninterrupted ride. We have a
2: lot of folks that come out to walk, walk their dogs. Uh, running it is a
0: perfect place for fishing, bird watching.
1: A unique feature: the trail provides easy on-and-off access to explore award-winning small towns and all they have to offer—from shopping to entertainment to dining. Uh, we're seeing so many more folks coming to visit the uh, towns and get into the businesses, uh, learn more about the local businesses rather than just the box stores. Chancellor Goods in Weisport is one of the DNL's trail-friendly businesses. Offering free water bottle refills, a bike rack, and repair kit. This old fashioned soda fountain is a great place to take a break. I know if I were out on the trail, I would want to be able to stop somewhere and get something fresh and cool. And why not provide that for other people? Pedal a bit further, and you'll reach uncommon grounds at the mill, serving fresh coffee, crepes, and more. Well, all throughout the week, um, of course, on the weekends. Um, people will pop in on their bikes, and they come in and they'll grab an iced coffee or, uh, or like a fruit shake up, and, and it's it's a great stop for them. If one day on the trail just isn't enough, Pocono Biking offers two and four day trips. The inn at Jim Thorpe is one place to stay overnight. We've got. Um, an old Victorian hotel that dates from 1849. It's one of the oldest buildings in town that still exists. Grab some food and drinks next door at the Broadway Grill, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Jim Thorpe's one of the most historic towns in America. What's great about it is it's uh, well-preserved, it's uh, architecturally intact. From the town back to the trail, A trip on the DNL will never get old with each section offering something new.
0: And we're staring at screens all the time. It's really nice to put down the tablet, turn off the monitor, turn off the TV, and really spend some time outdoors.
1: True to the saying, it's like riding a bike. I got the hang of it pretty quick. This was my first time on the DNL, but certainly not the last. So what are you waiting for? Start planning your trip and we'll see you on the trail. For Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strong.
0: Jim Thorpe and the DNL Trail, the perfect combination for your visit for a weekend getaway or building out an entire itinerary to include on your week-long stay. Thank you so much for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. Please remember to subscribe anywhere podcasts are available. And come visit us in the Pocono Mountains. You can plan your trip today, tomorrow, anytime at PoconoMountains.com.